Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr. Welcome to another edition of Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. What's most important? Paying down debt, building up savings, or getting into investing? It's kind of a trick question, but stick with me and I promise to give you the answer that makes the most sense when it comes to setting your financial priorities. I'll also be sharing the third and final part of my insightful and powerful conversation with entrepreneur, speaker, author, and scholar, Dr. Randall Pinkett, the chairman and CEO of BCT Partners, who first came to national attention as the season four winner of NBC's reality TV show, The Apprentice. Pinkett shares great insights into what it really means to think like an entrepreneur. And of course, I'll have another great recommendation for your wealthy thinking reading list. But first, should you focus on debt reduction, boosting your savings, or getting into investing? It's one of the most commonly asked questions of those seeking help with improving their finances. But listen, it's kind of a trick question. The fact is, paying down your debt is an investment. In fact, everything you do with your money is. The only question is what the returns will be on the investment choices you make with your money. Everything you do with your money, from spending and saving to giving and even gambling, causes you to become either more wealthy or less wealthy. However, debt reduction is one of the best investment decisions you can make because every dollar of debt you eliminate frees up funds for saving and investing in assets that can appreciate and earn interest for you. Let me repeat. Every dollar of debt you eliminate frees up more money for saving and investing. And if you're being charged interest on your debt, as the overwhelming majority of us are, debt reduction is the only investment with guaranteed returns. There are two primary reasons this is the case. First, every dollar you have to devote to servicing debt payments is one less dollar you have to save toward your financial goals, whether that's a down payment on a home, financing a college education, or launching a business. For example, if you're carrying a total of $8,000 in credit card balances, which is pretty typical of most American families, that money is no longer available to you for other financial goals. If you use your credit card to invest in purchases that help to improve your financial situation, for example, to finance a trip to another city to land a big contract for your business, then it may have been a worthwhile investment. But if you're like too many of us and you use your credit card to spend on depreciating assets like clothes, eating out, entertainment, if you use your credit to finance those payments without immediately paying down the increase in your balance created by those purchases, that was a bad investment. That's because you added to your debt to acquire depreciating assets, reducing your overall personal net worth purchase by purchase by purchase. But second, and more to the point, is that for every dollar of debt you pay down, you free up money you are currently devoting to paying interest and fees for the privilege of carrying that balance. For example, if you're paying $100 a month on that $8,000 balance with an APR of 15%, you'll pay nearly $2,400 in interest payments over the next two years alone. Paying down that debt immediately frees up that money for other uses like shoring up your emergency savings or making a down payment on a new home to make larger contributions to your 401k or other retirement savings account. 
This is what I mean when I say that debt reduction may be the only investment with a guaranteed return. If you have the choice of investing in a $3,000 mutual fund with an annual return of 8%, which is a very solid rate of return, or using that money to pay down a credit card balance with an interest rate of 12%, pay down the credit card debt first. That way you can save the money you were previously using to make credit card payments and interest payments and begin using it to invest in the mutual fund. In other words, you are paying down debt in order to finance your investments. Plus, no one can say for sure that the mutual fund that has delivered an 8% return since 2012 will maintain that performance in 2018. You've heard it before. Past returns are no guarantee of future performance. However, it is guaranteed that paying down your credit cards will eliminate the interest payments that you're making. So here's my bottom line. You must pay yourself first, starting with taking about 5 to 10% of your income and building up an emergency fund equal to at least nine months of your annual household expenses, just in case of the loss or extended interruption of your income. You also must save for your retirement, contributing as much as you can every month to a 401k or other retirement savings vehicle. But other than those two exceptions, make paying down your high interest debt your top investment priority so you can free up more money to build up your savings and acquire mutual funds, stocks, and other investments to increase your wealth over time. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. We'll be back in a moment. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm, who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now you can find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life go right. Okay, now coming up next on Money Matters, Wealthy Thinking... Have you chosen entrepreneurship as your path to wealth creation? Well, if you have, you definitely want to hear the third and final part of my insightful and powerful conversation with entrepreneur, speaker, author, and scholar, my good friend, Dr. Randall Pinkett, the chairman and CEO of BCT Partners. But first, it's time for my Wealthy Thinking reading list recommendation. Regular Money Matters listeners know that I stress the importance of being proactive about your financial education, specifically by reading at least one book about personal finance, investing, or business each and every month. Today, I'm recommending a true classic, a biography of a business icon that every American should read. Why Should White Guys Have All the Fun? How Reginald Lewis Created a Billion Dollar Business Empire by Reginald F. Lewis with Blair Walker. This biography of legendary dealmaker and the founder and CEO of TLC Beatrice International, the first black-owned billion-dollar company, is both a motivational masterpiece and an informative reality check about what it really means to acquire wealth. My cover story for Black Enterprise on Lewis's landmark offshore leverage buyout 
of the international holdings of Beatrice International Foods in 1987 was a turning point of my career. I was privileged to write every article on Lewis after that until his untimely death in 1993. Why should white guys have all the fun reveals the struggles and triumphs experienced by Lewis before the Beatrice deal, including the emotional and psychological toll of operating as a black man with ambitions that far exceeded what was expected of him by Wall Street financiers. Lewis's book and life story has served to inspire several generations of African-American entrepreneurs and Wall Street pros, including the likes of BET founder Bob Johnson and top investment banker William Lewis Jr. And believe me, once you've read Lewis's story, you'll be inspired too. Be sure to add Why Should White Guys Have All the Fun by Reginald F. Lewis with Blair Walker to your wealthy thinking reading list. And now, pay close attention to the third and final installment of my powerful conversation about the entrepreneur's mindset with speaker, author, and scholar, Dr. Randall Pinkett. Pinkett is the chairman and CEO of BCT Partners, and he first came to national attention as the season four winner of NBC's reality TV show, The Apprentice. Success is nothing more than going from failure to failure with undiminished enthusiasm, which means the connecting line between failure and success is resilience. It is perseverance. It is the willingness to go at it over and over and over and over and over again. And two stories I love to tell uh, are the stories of WD-40, the lubricant, and Formula 409. WD-40 stands for water displacement perfected on the 40th try. So it took them 40 attempts to get a formula right that could displace water and thereby not allow rust to form. Similarly, Formula 409's name because it took 409 formulas to get the cleansing agent right. Now, to your point about resilience, who among us is willing to get knocked down 408 times and have the resilience to bounce back 409? Now, I don't know about you, Alfred, but I might have given up on the 10th try. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you're the right. Point is, but the mindset says every time... I get that formula wrong, I'm getting closer to getting it right. But the faster you fail, the more resilience you bring, the faster you get to success. If you're enjoying yourself along the way, if you're really enthusiastic about what you're doing and what you're trying to do, you don't just see it as failure or adversity. You see it as challenge and you have a good time along the way getting to the top of the mountain, if that's your goal. Um, I was listening to an interview with music star Kenny Rogers who talked about getting to the peak isn't really, can't be all of that because it's the climb that's the fun thing. And if you don't enjoy the climb, you won't really enjoy the peak. And when you get to the peak, you have to climb back down, so you better enjoy climbing. So talk to me about <laughs> fun as a part of the entrepreneurial mindset. Absolutely. You know, uh, one of my favorite quotes is from Oprah, who says that when you love what you do, you will never work another day in your life. And I firmly believe that, that if, one of the five characteristics of the entrepreneur's mindset is passion. And I define passion as the thing that you naturally love to do, things that you enjoy, things you have fun at. I mean, fun, fun, and fun. Things you did when you were a kid 
things you would do if you didn't get paid, things you wish you had done if today were your last day on earth. Fun and, and passion and the enthusiasm that that engenders, I agree 100%. The fact of the matter is no matter what you endeavor to do, if you want to be successful, you're going to experience obstacles and hurdles and challenges and problems and headaches and early mornings and late nights. The question isn't whether that is inevitable. The question is, where do you find that passion and where do you find that fun that when those things come, it's the fun and the passion that give you the wherewithal to break through the obstacle, to jump over the hurdle, to overcome the challenge and not diminish your wherewithal to continue going after the opportunity. So when you, so the first thing I tell entrepreneurs is, what do you love to do? That's got to be the very, don't look at the marketplace. Don't look at, you know, uh, the competition. Don't write a business plan. The first fundamental question is, what do you love to do? Because if you can find out what you love to do and you can combine that with what you pursue, that to me will lead you to your destiny. So I'm, you're right. I got seven F's, but one of those F's is absolutely fun, fun, and fun. And, and you know how I describe the people, my favorite hashtag on social media is that it's good to be me. And when they ask me how I'm doing at work, I always say excellent or amazing. They're like, what do you mean? I was like, on a regular day, I'm just excellent. On a bad day, I'm amazing. But it's still good to be me. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's this idea I, I, I tell even, you know, younger people I mentor, when you know it's going to be a bad day, but you still can't wait to get up and go do what you're going to do, then you know you're on the right path. You know, That's you, right. when you you already know based on what the day was like yesterday that there's going to be some drama and challenges and, and stuff you want to deal with today, but you still want to go. And right. I know people who have so-called dream jobs who, even though it's not going to be a bad day, got to drag themselves out the door. And I said, you're on the wrong path. If you're on a good day, you don't want to go. You know, and I'll add to that, uh, from my last book, Black Faces in White Places, we came across a study that compared African-American executives, compared them to African-American managers who, who plateaued in their careers. So you're comparing kind of C-suite executives who made it to the top against managers who kind of tapped out at the middle level of the organization. And if you compare the two groups, what you'll find is the executives have fewer promotions than the managers do. Stated differently, the managers have more promotions than the executives, which is almost counterintuitive. And when we interviewed several executives for the book, what we found was the executives were far more discerning about which promotions to accept. And the litmus test was, do I bring passion? Do I enjoy the work? Is it something I believe is going to be fun for me to do? And if it wasn't able to meet that criteria, they said, no, no, thank you. I don't want the promotion. I don't want that opportunity. They sat still right where they were and therefore had fewer promotions, but did better in the job. And by doing better in the job of fewer promotions, they ended up making it to the top. And that's a deep lesson, not to say that the C-suite is the end-all be-all, because not all of us want or desire to be in the C-suite, but the lesson to me is what we're talking about Find alignment between what you love to do and then what you are doing for your career or for your business or for your professional endeavors. Wow, man. Listen, thank you so much for being on the show. Tell our audience what's the best way to follow what you're doing, gain additional insights, 
But what's the best way people can really kind of follow and stay in touch with what's happening with Dr. Randall Pinkett? They can follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, at Randall Pinkett, Randall with one L, uh, Pinkett like Jada Pinkett. Or they can go to my website to learn more about my books, where I'm speaking, where I'm making appearances at RandallPinkett.com. Listen, man, thank you so much for being on the show. We want to have you back, I'm sure. Keep doing what you're doing. You're making us proud as always. Thank you, Alfred. You too. God bless you. Check out the previous two Money Matters Wealthy Thinking podcasts if you missed parts one and two of my powerful conversation with Dr. Randall Pinkett. And you can learn more about Randall Pinkett and the entrepreneur's mindset at randallpinkett.com. That's Randall with one L, Pinkett with two T's.com. This is Alfred Edmund Jr. with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Be sure to check out my latest free ebook. Buy love, get trouble, sell love, get screwed. How decisions in pursuit of sex, love, and relationships impact your career, business, and financial success at grownzone.com forward slash buy love, get trouble. And don't forget to subscribe to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. And if you like what you hear, and you know you do, leave a five-star review. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. at AURN.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll look for you next week. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.